back with yet another one. This is PBE Daily Early Morning Sunday that podcast. My name is Point Banky Vumbi. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen in. And it's a really, really good day for me to be able to do this. Um rain falling outside the windows and I hope it doesn't get picked up by the mic. But I'm 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 home. I'm doing the whole chill out thing. And uh the cool thing is I've been able to get a couple of strokes of of painting out of the way to get a couple of progressive steps made in the drawings that I'm working on and even got the chance of, after having a good conversation with a potential uh, book that we're working on for the coming months uh i am now swirling ideas in my head i still have a very firm uh wave of how the story is supposed to flow and how the end result is supposed to be to be put and on as far as the painting of the, the strokes are concerned uh, the remaining three pages of illustration that I, I need to make corrections on are going rather well i mean the, the one page that has me tunnel visual right now is the page that touches on very very different uh, aspects of character movements and character creations because there are whole new faces i need to create i'm not just adding uh, bushes here or grass here it's i have to make new faces come to life i have to show joy in the in the, in the illustration i have to show enough nature in the illustration and these are the kind of things that i try to keep my mind quiet so i'm able to think of um proper way to make them come to life it's it's a thing about me i i like finding a way for the work i create to literally live its own life and have its own existence come to the fore and the cool thing is in some of those tasks that are supposed to be illustrated are very mundane i'm just able to just have music playing in the background and my hands just move in accordance to what needs to be done granted sometimes my computer does not want to play ball but it gets things moving in the right direction i'm grateful about that and it kind of led me to seeing a couple of um, mini documentaries on the corner screen as i'm working i've, I've always had a, a, a dual screen setup in every space where i work but if I, I don't need to have the second screen on i'll keep the screen off and concentrate the entire time so that's why audio material is very very important and this recent time when i was checking out things to watch i stumbled upon a documentary that was touching on um a gentleman who now calls himself Meta World Peace but I believe he, his original name is Ron William Artest or Ron Artest Jr and Ron Artest is a basketball player who was part of a championship team under the Lakers he, he had a couple of uh, issues that he was facing in the past leading up to his future successes and he's one of the few athletes who actually took a firm stance in speaking publicly about his his torment as far as mental health and how he he was seeking a way to find peace within himself and with the world that is around him growing up in a in a, a family where the the father was you catch his hands if you didn't do what he was told to do and the whole excessive angle of pushing for your child to be successful and i think about the relationship he had with his father based upon the documentary that i watched and i think about how i'm supremely lucky that i have the father i have because this is the thing about my dad when we were growing up typically the disciplinarian was the dad mom would also discipline you when time came but as the older we grew the more discipline was passed to pop but in my case yes we got a couple of whoopings but as old, the older i got the more it was more conversational with my pop we addressed things verbally than we addressed them in physical contact and the older i got the more informative he'd get because sometimes the things that parents can really tell their kids as they're growing up but as we kept on going the more i'd realize he's molding me in a way to realize that the world will be harsh and as aggressive as the world is you need to adapt in, in and this is how you're going to adapt to it so 
it's one of the reasons why I'm glad I talk to him as often as I do. And I, it sucks that I don't talk to him as much, but I also don't talk to even my own friends as much. I supremely keep to myself sometimes when I'm trying to make things happen. And even in the case of this podcast, this podcast is probably the most vocally my friends and peers have heard me in years to be completely honest i never really share my work process i never really share my my the battles i'm going through at a time i never really share the mental debates i'm having with myself in what i'd like to achieve but here i get to do all that in one foul swoop it hurts for those who would like to see me physically and in the pre- in the physical but i guarantee you my taking the distance to, from you to be, to make things happen is an advantage to you because the time is going to come I'm going to be so so available you will be angry at me being so available that much I'll tell you for free I'm trying to earn the right to be as relaxed as I'd like to be in uh, as a traditional life would dictate but the reason why Rona Test came, came across my screen was because I, I like watching uh, athlete documentaries and athlete documentaries um, tell me about the whole idea of practice finish your practice once you finish your practice go to the game play the game if you, if you succeed in the game great that's a point but you have to keep on practicing to make sure by the time the next game gets here you're ready to, to face the challenges ready to take on the tasks that are required to be taken on to be taken on on that next one and when i see an athlete get a reward for a game they've played i find that so much more of um a greatness to the task that he had to go through as compared to say an actor for their award but then again that would be a form of mockery because I'm, I also feel the same respect should be given to a recording artist when they receive an award for the work they've created because they've actually done the work and done the numbers but as far as award ceremonies go and as far as greatness is concerned I respect athletic awards especially in physical sports like belts for boxing like yo you can't fake that so that guy really hit you in the face and you fell you give that guy his medal you give that guy his belt uh, uh mixed martial arts and how it's becoming a predominant way of actually taking care of yourself crossfit i'm seeing more people taking jogs in the evening and taking walks in the evening i love that even in the estate i live in some of the guys when they come home from when they come home from work they park their vehicles they go say hi to their families they spend the day with the evening with the families have their dinners come outside and i see them taking laps around the compound to get their walk in heck this is the first weekend i've ever had where i actually stepped out on saturday and i got my six thousand steps in for the day granted i didn't do any serious walking today which is a sunday but so be it it's it's totally worth it and i'm glad i actually get to do that but when i think about the athletic spirit and the, the kind of mental fortitude you're supposed to have to be an athlete it's a big deal well i think about i can't compare it to actors because when it comes to actors you're actually sitting in a space where you've actually all been hired to do a specific job and you're going to be given the instruction and, and you're supposed to forge a relationship with the people you're working with to be able to act at the end of the day the end game is to make sure the script comes out perfectly but when i think about athletes the guys you're coming up to work with or work against is immediately confrontational because the opposing team is also going with the same spirit of mind 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 state that you're going through you want to win you will do anything and everything in your power to win and as a result of that anyone else can get it but you want to win the kind of spirit that comes with that competitive edge that you wish to have on your opponent when i think about sportsmen it's a big deal i mean 
on this podcast I've given props to the whole idea of how I don't get why people are so angry with Jordan about his competitive nature and his competitive nature is why we still buy his shoes or maybe it's because the shoes are well designed and that's why we buy them <coughs> apologies uh, when you think about that then you move on to the second character I talked about as far as sports personalities in this podcast which was um and Mike Tyson and Mike, and Mike Tyson is a person who I consider the one of the blow for blow pound for pound one of the greatest boxers of all time and how in my growing up he could defined what a champion was because you couldn't fake being hit by that punch and now let's go to the third sports personality I spoke on this podcast and who is the person who I, can, I, I finally realized that that was my spirit animal as far as athletics was concerned and it was Kobe Bryant and Kobe Bryant the mamba mentality as he has coined it is the whole factor that he is going to compete but he's going to vet what needs to be corrected in order to compete when i came across the idea of ronald tess and ronald tess actually played with kobe bryant ronald tess was a firebrand who required to find a way to be tamed kobe liked him because he was a wildfire but he also agreed that he needs to be tamed the taming had to be done on a personal level he had to find the therapist that he needed. He had to find the, the kind of uh, breathing techniques that helped him to relax. He had to find all these things. His frustrations, he vetted them, he dealt with them, and he found the passions and successes he required. Personally, that's a big deal. Because it takes me back to how, in, from time to time, I've mentioned in this podcast that I feel it's important to not only just constantly seek help, but also you have to help yourself before you go seek help. You need to reach a personal conclusion that says, I need to be better. Then when you get to that point, it's when you go out and you find people who could help you become better. In my case, whenever I feel I'm not being the best I possibly can be, I distance myself. I cut myself away from everybody. I, I go, I come to this space, my home, and I sit in this home and no substance is involved. I just sit by myself and ask myself the tough questions. And no one is harsher to me than I am. The world can say what it wants to say, but that's irrelevant. The world will take the perception I give them. The world will take the information I give them. They get to suffer or, or accept or enjoy or splurge in that which is a success of what I'm doing by sitting in that room to find myself. It is important for us all to do that. We have to constantly be willing to take ourselves away from the world that exists so that we as individuals could find the root cause or the root uh, of freedom that would make us the best versions of ourselves. Because by doing that, we're able to make even greater impacts on the world that we actually live in and on the world we want to be a part of. Because say, for example, the athletic community, as far as, I know, I know also games get rigged and you have uh, coaches who are paid off to do certain things, but I still respect the way an athlete would deal with the immediate need to make a goal go into a basket or a golf player would need his to hit the ball to make sure it goes into that tiny hole on the ground and to reach a level where you actually have it happen as second nature is almost like on your fingertips it's i like treating the way athletes do their thing in the physical to how i do my thing in the physical art form that i enjoy and that is illustration rap Rhyme, uh, rhyme performances, freestyling, and event hosting. I like treating those with the same kind of discipline. If I don't improve the information on my catalog of information in my head, I can't really be uh, engaging enough to an audience. If I don't have enough of um, 
for, of, of a breath control ability, I'm not able to make a great concert happen. If I'm not able to control myself as far as my tempers and my temper and my, my fortitude, I may end up failing every client I work with. And so best foot forward is always born from best forms of practice done. And my disciplines have never really failed me, to be honest. Like my discipline of how how I work in the office and how I work in the house. I had to make a, a point of to avoid burnout, do not have both work in the same space. And then the second lesson I learned recently, which was thanks to 2019, if your body is not feeling it needs to create at a certain time, do not force it. If you can't illustrate at that time, don't illustrate. Leave it alone. It would be better served, even if it's a shorter time in the next day, wake up to it. You'd be of greater value to the work at that time, but not prior. Because prior to that, you're not fulfilling that which needs to be fulfilled. Because I've done it before. I've, I've forced myself to make as many drones as possible at a certain time. But in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, I think they're going to give us correction so I'll have more time to actually create when this thing goes out, then it comes back. And, and that feels like a form of cheating. Because it, it ended up being, I'm pressing send on an email that I know sh I shouldn't be sending. And that's bad. Because if it gets to a level where even you know you're not sending good work out there, it hurts. Not only to your work, but to you. You don't feel the immediate responses, but as time goes by, you do feel the fact that the, the impact that actually comes with it. And to see an athlete in Rona Test, in the documentary, openly speaking on how he had to find his own breath control pattern that would actually best better serve him to not be aggressive in a physical sport, better made me realize that I need to start thinking like an athlete in my everyday life and I need to up the ante of it. I don't do it enough, but I need to up the number of times I actually do it. And I better serve entertainment and reaching and illustrating by doing so. I do more practice by just observing because for me as a visual animal, sometimes just by looking at certain pieces of art, it better informs the kind of strokes I will draw. By looking at a certain piece of art, I try to ask myself, how can I twist the way that image is created and how that image is standing to better serve the ideal image I would like to create? How do I make sure that visually I can pass information without actually having to say the words to the person? Because word bubbles are great for comic books, but if expressions could also have the same impact as words, it would make for greater successes. I've been thinking about making even comic books that have no words involved, just illustrations of characters standing there and, and move, making from motion to motion, and by looking at the emotions, you can tell what the narrative is. If it's possible to do that, because I've seen it done before, I would gladly jump into the deep end and make that happen. The practices that we have to give ourselves in our current day and age, especially in the 21st century where we're trying as much as possible to reach even greater levels of successes in our everyday existences, not only in our how we relate to each other as family or how we relate to each other in work. And if we could be successful and have the same a degree of commitment to success, we would make the world an even greater place to be around. And there's a work ethic that I've seen out there that I still feel like I'm dwarfed by how that work ethic is and that I'm not really chasing a successful uh, medal or, or badge of honor. I, I, I reserved myself to the idea of I may be the kind of person who gets a lifetime achievement award and not an award for the work I've actually created at the time. Because the big blessing of being your own boss and being your own client and 
being in partnership with people and not being in servitude to people you accept that most of the things you're going to create are going to have a little bit of backlash and a bit a little bit of um, distance created between you and the audience you'd like to have and hey it's cool it's allowed you're not supposed to like everything a person says you're not supposed to like every uh piece of uh, of journey that's going to come out of all these things out here but if you could make the best work happen by simply bettering yourself and the way you deal with society you will have to have no choice but to be successful because the mental health argument is going to continue being pushed forward and no we're not taught to actually have a bit a better form of mental fortitude but even in one of the episodes i'm going to create in the future i'm going to touch on a topic that's probably not going to be the most tasteful or or most welcomed but i feel it should be said because as i work through that which is my existence and my life and what i'd like to be remembered for i feel it's also important for me to work on how i'm dealing with these things it's a very triggering time in in the world where any few words you could say could lead to a, a disagreement lead to um, a crash of of business interactions and but people hinging on the fact that you said a certain things at a certain time they refuse to allow you the opportunity to actually change or evolve in the future and shall I mean the god one one person who i am torn between respecting and being offended by how he does things he always says if malcolm little was in the 21st century deep in the 21st century in the 2000s he would have never been able to become Malcolm X because we don't give people second chances in the in the in the 2000s everybody is either cancelled or blacklisted and to be left with only dire consequences it means that you're not able to actually make flaws and be able to learn from those flaws because some of the time mistakes are not made consciously but by consciously being excessively afraid of making mistakes you don't end up living you end up, you end up caged we are our own watchdogs now i mean there's no difference between how we, we interact with one another right now and how it was in the times where let's say the cold war when people are fearing that you could be tied to um communist influence in the states all that aside do be the first to vet your emotions on things before you immediately jump to put the statements out Uh, uh Michelle Wolf is a is a, a stand up comedian who actually said that those little tweets that you put out online are all little man, mini manifestos and mini manifestos tend to have a bad taste in people's mouths as time goes by you should really consider taking the time to deal with self the cool thing about athletes is the first person they need to impress in order to be able to actually play a sport is themselves If an athlete is not content with its with their successes or the results that they're getting as an athlete, they won't even go into the field. The whole part of them actually failing in the ring is a different story altogether. Consider that. And then again I'll suggest this other show. It was a Netflix series called Losers, The Losers. Check out that series. It touches on the lives of people who actually by failing they succeeded. Take it into consideration. And big props to all the athletes out there who are making something of themselves and having the fortitude to keep on competing. Say it with me. Be Caesar or be nothing at all. Thanks for taking the time to listen to yet another episode. I love the fact that these documentaries and, and movie shows that I'm watching are influencing the ideas I'm coming up with to put out into the world. And so we're going to keep it pushing. We're going to make this magic happen. Until the next time, who knows?